All roads lead to the vein. Hey, what's up everyone? Brad Chmielewski here with episode 190 of Shadow of the Vein. We are getting so close to episode 200. I really got to start planning for that. We're, what, a little over two months away from that if we continue this once a week coming out. There is some really fun stuff happening in Vanglory coming out from Super Evil Megacorp right now and the community. Not only do we have 5v5 launching here very soon, we're getting the early access update 2.12 here in the next day or so, or you may already have it if you're listening to this later. That's the great part about podcasts. You can listen to or watch them at any time. So hopefully uh, you're enjoying 5v5 if you already got early access and you're playing it right now or in the last week or so. Uh, So we dive into some of the news we're getting on that, the pre-launch event that's happening February 8th out in San Francisco. I'll be able to make it to that. So if anyone's going to be out there for that event, please say hello. Love meeting everyone, chatting about Vanglory, chatting about beard, anything else you want to talk about. And if you don't know about that event, check it out. It's going to be a great time. There's going to be announcements, things like that. If you can't make it out there, they're going to be streaming it. So you'll be able to hear and see all those announcements on stream. Well, joining me to talk about that and some other events, I have Sage Guy joining me. He's putting together this great Halcyon gathering out in Atlanta. Um, If you're in that region, check that out. Uh, links in the show notes and the description, and we go over to, uh, what to expect from that. Get some good goodies if you can make it there. And then we dive into uh, some form static. Gonna have to change that topic soon or that title soon. Uh, and then end it off with some of our predictions for what heroes we might see, uh, like in the top of the meta here, or ones maybe we'd want to see, maybe make a shine here in 5v5 that haven't been uh, getting as much play in 3v3. All right, before we get into this episode, I want to mention the Patreon page. That's over at patreon.com slash shed of the vein. I said I was going to do something else with that here in 2018. So hopefully maybe when 5v5 launches, I'm thinking of some different content ideas, especially with the YouTube channel. We're going to be switching that up. You know, that's going to be mainly 5v5 content coming up here soon. So maybe we'll do something with the Patreon page, Uh, things like that. Lots of stuff to think about, work on. But if you can support the show in any way, that's the place to do it. Um, I love everyone that listens and watches, even if you can't support the show at all. Like it's great support just listening and sharing. All right, let's do it. Let's jump into episode 190. Shatter the vein. This is the 190th episode of Shadow of the Vein. My name is Brad Chmielewski and this is a podcast all about vainglory. Every week, try to break down the news, gameplay, game tips, and hopefully we can all become better players together. Every week, bringing on people from the community, people that love this game, support it. And this week, I'm joined by Sage Guy. Welcome. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, we've interacted a few times on Twitter, and you said you've been a, a longtime listener to the podcast, but uh, for anyone that maybe hasn't seen you on Twitter or hasn't seen you... Uh, interacting in different places you want to give a little introduction of who you are yeah um so i go by uh sage guy that's my uh 
Vainglory IGN. Um, you know, I've uh, been playing Vainglory since it came to North America. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the people that was uh, amazed by the the iPhone six keynote. Um, kept checking every day to see when it was released. <laughs> right. Yeah. America. <laughs> um, got got really into it, and I've had. Had my phases where I'll take a little break. I think we all got to take a break every once in a while, and uh, definitely the the hype for five v five kind of reeled me back in. So, mm-hmm. especially the last month or so, um, definitely trying to brush up on on some of my uh, high mobility <laughs> uh, heroes there to get ready for this this new mode. For sure, yeah. I think we'll talk about some thoughts on who's going to be big picks here in 5v5 towards the end of the episode but yeah you said you took a took a break was that more just like a personal break or was that like just kind of tired of the game and 5v5 kind of reignited that uh i guess that, that fire you had when you first saw it yeah i think when i take breaks i just kind of get burnt out on, on it in the 3v3 and uh i guess when you play a game you just kind of get a little a little tilted Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just to take a little step back, and uh, I, I build a PC rig, so I've been playing uh, some some games on PC in and out. But for some reason, you know, well, there is definitely a reason. But I always get real back into Vainglory. It seems mm-hmm. it's a great game, and and the controls for me just feel good, and um, the community definitely is another big aspect of, of Vainglory that just keeps pulling me back in. Right, yeah, you hear that from a lot of people that end up coming back after they either left, they're just like, you know, missing the people that you interacted with, like the community and things like that kind of pull you back in. It's uh, Although the game is good, I think you sometimes build those relationships that you're like, I just like hanging out here. It feels comfortable. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what... Are you, are you what what are you most excited for on five v five? Were you playing other mobas that uh, were interesting you, like League of Legends or Dota? That Vanglory is like now that they're doing this, this is a big step forward to bring that uh, to you. Um, I think having a bigger map um, definitely definitely helps. More objectives, mm-hmm. and making the game go a little bit longer. I think you're. You know the idea of seeing games be able to to swing either way. I feel like in three v three, if you know two big mistakes were made, that was pretty much like the game, and it was right. hard to hard to come back um, from from that. And I think that you're going to see some really interesting matches, and then you know, a lot of hybrid. You know, a lot of these characters, I, I think you'll end up seeing some stuff where they'll kind of like be hybrids. Um, mm-hmm. where they'll have different roles uh, and be able to, to have different utility and uh, i think that's really refreshing for the game is, is to just change up that same same style of play that we've all played hundreds of matches of so far so um since you, the, the artwork you, oh yeah yeah the artwork looks great um yeah. when you built your pc or you said you did that were you playing other like mobas on there or uh was were you playing other games like overwatch and things like that um, well, I, I did get into uh, Paladins for, okay. for for quite a while, um, but uh, I was playing Heroes of the Storm mm-hmm. uh, a good amount, and then uh, I started to play Paragon a good amount, rest in pepperoni. Yeah, that just, uh, just got killed this past week. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
yeah, definitely sad to see that. But uh, yeah, definitely Heroes of the Storm, uh, which is different uh, than like League. This, you know, different different gameplay style, I guess. It's still a MOBA, but no items. Um, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it because I'm a big Blizzard fanboy as okay. well. So <laughs> it's, it's just cool to play all those different characters from other games and in this big battle battle royale, I guess. Yeah, that's a. I have a friend that uh, he plays Heroes of Good Amount. I think he's back on the Hearthstone bandwagon, but I think he played it because of the the characters and who was added to it. Uh, not necessarily that it's a great game. It's a it's a different kind of MOBA because it's all about your team fight abilities and working together because you can be killed probably twice in the same fight and make it back because uh, that's just how long things last sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, 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 definitely. It's a, uh, it's easier to hop into. Um, I've tried other mobas, and I guess Smite's probably the only other, I guess, real moba that I got into. I think mm-hmm. Heroes, no item building. It's easier just to pick up and and get into uh, item building and over a hundred character hero pool is uh, a little bit complicated sometimes. <laughs> right. Yeah, and. You've been with Vanglory for so long. You've seen the the start of what the twelve heroes up to the you know what, thirty. So you kind of have more familiar and you know everybody. Yeah, it definitely helps. You know, knowing that you could play any of those those heroes and know how to build them and and mm-hmm. how to how to counter other heroes. It definitely helps. I think that's another reason why I've, I like coming back to Vanglory so much. My problem with that is. Uh, then you also remember how heroes used to be. So if you go back to a hero, you're like, weren't they supposed to do this? And then someone will comment or let you know, uh, especially when I post videos on YouTube, like that doesn't work that way. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think that's a challenge for, for content creators across the board. I don't think it's just with Vainglory. It's just these games change so much and they rework so much that, it's hard to it's hard to keep up on on some of the changes and some of your older videos could get ir- irrelevant f- due to that. I mm-hmm. think the biggest one for me was Scarf's Fan the Flames. Oh right, yeah. Uh, uh, I remember I took a break and came back a while back after um, they made some changes, and I was like, it just there's he they're not he's not doing as much damage anymore. <laughs> then you read you go back and read all this stuff. It's like wow, okay, yeah, they reworked a, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, something Vanglory needs to add that I know League has where you can go to your heroes. Um, I don't know if this is on Vanglory Fire, but you can go and see how a hero was changed from each patch. It's very hard oh. to see where these changes took place. So you can kind of be like, okay, I remember Scarf at that level with Fan the Flames. Oh, it was update, uh, whatever, two, 2.3 that they did this thing. Oh, and then they reworked it here. It would help you have some context in like how and why maybe it got changed. Yeah, that's uh, I didn't know they did that. That's definitely something that could be useful. Mm-hmm. It's uh, fun to then go back like three years or five years and be like, oh, remember when this hero used to be able to do this? <laughs> always pick, always ban. Maybe that will be the the tale of, of Varya. Right. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Well, cool. Yeah, so 5v5 is coming. I know uh, there's so much hype for it. We're um, like three or two days probably when this episode drops from that uh, update 2.12 getting released. So there's a lot of a lot of good information coming out about uh, this new mode here. 
we should uh, we should dive into the news and talk about some of that and some of these changes and a couple of other things that are coming up. Vain Glory News. So the first thing, 2.12 dropping here this coming week. Um, with it, we're getting two skins, which is a, a very rare case for an update. Usually they all have four. Sometimes they have three. Or if they're in cases like a Lyra or Scarf, they get like four skins each. But um, this update, we're only having two. We have a, a Kestrel and a Hearth uh, Alpha skin coming. Um, so this to me means this that update 3.0 is coming very fast. There was no reason to put too much extra content uh, like skins when everyone is just excited for 5v5 here. But I think both of these skins look uh, they look pretty solid. They're both rare skins. Um, just I think they had to have skins here. They didn't want to go all out. And you know I'm sure most of the team is focused on 5v5, developing new art for that. Uh, there's a lot of crossover with the teams, although they don't always work on the same thing. You know, an artist that's working on skin animations and stuff are probably working on like Black Claw or... Uh, animations for the new jungle monsters and things like that. So probably just the resources weren't there for this update. Yeah, all the, everybody's just working on the golden toad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's where everybody's efforts are right now. Mm -hmm. No, uh, I'm I'm so happy with these these two skins. Uh, definitely came out pretty good. I know I'll be comping both of them. Yeah, we got that that Kestrel skin was teased around New Year's. I kind of thought it was going to be a a Chinese New Year skin, which is coming up, I believe, in a week and a half. So there's been no news from Vanglory about a Chinese New Year event or a red card or a red envelope event this time around. So I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to do that this time or if they're going to just f focus on 3v3. Or 5v5, sorry, 3.0. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that usually they announce like the if you can obtain it through an event but who knows i'm feeling mm -hmm. that everything's going to the announcements will kind of come last minute how do you how do you pronounce that is that kyoto kyoto yeah kyoto i i'm not sure i didn't uh i didn't hear anybody say it yet so i usually avoid <laughs> it until i can say it we'll just, we'll just go with that that new new kestrel for now but, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely uh flows a bit with the uh the the lyra skins or the uh the celeste skins I, I like it yeah it looks nice um should look it looks really clean and it'll probably stand out on the rise a little bit there um speaking of the rise have you gotten to play in the alpha or any of these uh pbe testing that's happening uh no i check okay. my email daily for that alpha <laughs> that alpha email but i think i just have to hold out till Till Wednesday, mm -hmm. I think that's the day. Wednesday. Yeah, we're we're super close to it. Like really, at the moment, if you're playing three v three, everyone is just I feel like just goofing around. There's not a lot of tryharding happening in rank because it's kind of worthless at this point. Once five v five drops. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just uh, grinding out for all those extra cards. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. It's that's been my main thing. Is just grinding out for for cards to be able to craft some new skins get some blueprints right yeah um yeah i'm interested to see how all the blueprint stuff works out we've been uh we've gotten some details on how it how it is and what it is but you know until it's in in place it's going to be a, 
unclear, I guess, until you can see it work for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know I did a lot of a lot of math uh, trying to prep up for because they didn't announce anything, and I it was a a guy I haven't seen anything from Fire Tiger seven 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 put a pretty good breakdown on that on Reddit um, that matched my math, which is good. Okay. Um, Uh, Are you? Do you like this new blueprint? skin thing or are you gonna uh or would you rather have the current system i have probably like around 1400 common cards that are all gonna turn to essence so i feel (laughs) good on my essence return there and i I, i'm only like 10 away from having all the skins unlocked all right nice so i feel good about all the cards i'm gonna be getting essence for blueprints um so i might be a little biased that i'm happy with this new system um i guess we don't know what the drop rates will really be for 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 essence and how we can obtain blueprints just yet they kind of gave us a little preview in that that article i referenced but not sure how that's gonna go uh, especially for for newer players how easy it'll be to obtain these i think once you get like half of something unlocked in this game you know it kind of gets a little bit easier to grind through some stuff because of duplicates but uh just a good refresh to something they've had around for a while because I've never really liked the mixture of the the tiered skins with the just straight rare epic legendary skins. It's just it makes things a little confusing. Um, right. Well, they got a. I don't want to say lazy, but they got a. I guess maybe bored of the tiered system with the skins. You know, a few months ago, and they were finally just like, we're just making skins. This mm-hmm. is what it. This is what it is now. So all those like tiered Catherines and tiered pedals were kind of like everyone knew. Like, why would I play tier one pedal when I have space tier three pedal? <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, and some of those earlier ones I I still like the the rare epics, but I, I think uh, I can see where they're coming from from like the art team's perspective that having to you know create these three different skins you know kind of makes things a little bit more difficult where they can do like one-off you know just rare skin because they had a theme idea or, or a concept they wanted to pull off of they want to pull a whole tier system out for it yeah so i guess i can kind of understand um why they did that and uh i think this new system kind of brings it all together and in, in terms of, of just making it simpler to understand across the board definitely um, and leading leading up to 5v5, they're going to have this uh, a pre-launch event happening on February 8th. Um, I'm going to be out there in San Francisco for this, uh, this event. Um, and this is basically a community-centric event that's going to happen. I think there's going to be – there's a party. Uh, there's going to be a stream. I saw Fuji tweet out today that if you're wondering about uh, Vanglory or Vanglory 8 – and 5v5 stay tuned for announcement on this stream um, you should have some info there's a keynote and special announcements so i'm sure uh that's there for that yeah yeah that'd be a lot of fun that's cool you're you're able to go mm-hmm. uh, i always get a little jealous of those fuji tweets i think you talked about that last week too you know you hear about them going to the lair and getting some insider information and uh, you know, it's just like, oh man, I just want to know what they know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he he works there now, so he knows uh quite a bit of stuff that people don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that definitely definitely helps. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that that should be a good event. I was like, I ain't a ticket, but 
I'm getting married in October, so it's, we'll hold off. Yeah, I feel like that's a that's a little more important <laughs> than a, a pre-launch event. Um, yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> if anyone remembers, I feel like this is probably going to be similar to the party uh, that they had when the Android launch happened. I know that was a big event. A lot of content creators were there. I wasn't there, but like... Uh, DZ was there, Fal Ferris, uh, they emceed the event. Uh, I think that was the first time we got to see Xenotech like on stage, playing Brizzle McFizzle. So that was a big community event. I feel like this is very similar to what that was. What was that? Two and a half years ago? Yeah. It didn't feel like that long ago. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of surprising. But uh, this should be a great event if you can make it there. There's tickets. Uh, I think it's pretty much open to everyone. It's a no-cost event. But if you can't, be sure to check out the stream. Uh, Going to be lots of lots of cool announcements and definitely looking forward to it. I don't know what these 5v5 show matches are going to be, if they're just going to be uh, teams or if they're going to be people from the crowd. That hasn't uh, been said at all yet either. Yeah, I'm interested to see the uh, the little unknowns. Yeah, that they that they are, they release out for that. It's very cool then to uh, stream the event though. Uh, mm-hmm. Let us all kind of get a sneak peek. And then this isn't when five v five or the three gets launched either. So this is it's not going to come the next day. I believe it comes the following week. I want to say I remember reading that. February 15th was the launch of 5v5, but I might be wrong on that, but we should be within a week of this pre-launch event and 3.0 getting released. So. Coming quick, man. Yeah. Definitely, definitely coming quick. <laughs> uh, but then leading up to this event, there are some other really fun stuff happening in the Vancouver community, including one... Uh, you're helping organize. It's the uh, Halcyon Gathering helping happening February second um, in Atlanta. What? Yeah. What is that like? Let everyone know. Um, so I've uh, I've done one of these before, um, and it was kind of last last minute. We did a Halcyon Gathering um, here in Atlanta for the world's um, uh, viewing party, and uh, had a had a little turnout. Um, this time we kind of had a little bit more time, uh, and uh, they, you know, SEMC makes it pretty, pretty straightforward on organizing these. They're pretty good about letting people from the community set these events up and willing okay. to help with uh, pushing it out. But we're doing um, something in a new esports arena called Versus Realm um, on the east side of Atlanta, uh, and uh, we're hoping to get a good little turnout, um, giving away ice um the new kestrel skin everybody that comes out to it's gonna get get that skin oh awesome um i'm gonna be giving away gift cards and uh and some hero giveaways so it's a good time to meet local players i don't really see a whole lot going on down here in the southeast as far as meetups so it's feels pretty good to be able to you know be involved and helping organize you know these Bangalore events in my local area. I know Atlanta has a big gaming community, and um, mm-hmm. I've actually met people down here that play Bangalore, like out at the bar, which is pretty pretty cool. So uh, that's awesome. I don't I don't ever run into anyone that plays uh, Bangalore here in Chicago, which is uh, you know a bigger city, but there's more people that don't play it. I know Halcyon uh, Masters is here, but I don't I don't ever see or run into him. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It was. It, it definitely catches you off guard when you find someone around you, especially your age, that plays uh, plays Vainglory. 
Um, so we were definitely chatting about that at the bar while my fiance rolled her eyes. It was, it was good. <laughs> it, it, it was definitely good. And, and these events definitely, you know, add on to that. You know, you find more people and, and pe- you know, other people wait for this kind of stuff. Um, so it's, I, I think we've got pretty good amount of people listed as coming out. So it's a, a very, very much uh, looking forward to, to doing this next Friday. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have what? Five V five matches happening, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know last time we did this was actually the day they did the, the ticket box, the, okay. the opal box and Bye. almost everybody there got one so i know all those people are coming so we'll have at least five people that have it mm-hmm. i'm hoping that we can get a, you know at least another five to ten people that have early access so we can get some 5v5 uh, matches going um definitely a lot of us uh want to be on the rise for sure <laughs> um, if we have that the access so it would be good to get those going and uh you know i think the whole first first day of this the first week of this will be really fun because i don't think there'll really be a set meta or like set rotations quite yet um so it'll be good to to be local with other people and and talk through that right and there's no there's not going to be any rank added especially in this 2.12 update so it's really a free-for-all and you're going to be able to kind of get away with just trying things yeah, uh, they were talking about the ELO reset. Like, let's freeze the ELO on the 5v5 during this early access so we can kind of <laughs> get this down. Yeah, like there hasn't been any talk on how the matchmaker is going to work or where it's going to put people. It may just, you know, it, it has to look at your 3v3 ranking, right? Because you can't throw, you know, Gabe Vizzle against somebody who's just starting out who's in like critical threat or something <laughs> yeah yeah that would be that would be a, a little rough um, mm-hmm. i'm sure they have something in place to to maybe something similar to the 3v3 you know matchmaker right uh, i just you know i i remember starting out you know we're talking about matchmaker Everyone when i started out i didn't know anything about the game so like <laughs> my first like 100 games or so probably were really rough and uh i think i could tell a difference around like 300 games that it was starting to swing a little bit mm-hmm. uh, so i'm wondering how they'll handle that for 5v5 but yeah mm-hmm. it's it just being able to play with people locally instead of just in the yolo queue uh definitely <laughs> will help well yeah i think those those first couple those the handful of games you're just like reading the items be like what does this do again okay <laughs> What's this? When do I want the? And you spend so much more time in the shop. That's almost a giveaway. You can tell by any new player or someone who doesn't play a lot. They often spend like more time in the shop thinking about what they need to get. <laughs> yeah, compared to like you know Flash X, it's like almost a reflex when he goes to the shop. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> and they can they can buy by walking past the shop and things like that. People are just like, I know this game. I know what I need. Let's do this. <laughs> Yeah, and then the you know the whole menu is, we're talking about shopping. The menu will be switched up a little in a few parts, I guess. I think utility you would definitely be switched up a little bit. So right, something else to get used to. Mm-hmm. And then we don't yeah, and then with those new items like the scout cams and things like that, we don't know if those are getting added to three v three yet, or if they're only in five v five. I haven't heard if we're going to see items 
in some modes and not others. Uh, the way people talk, it sounds like they're just going to try to balance collectively at the moment. But I'm not how sure. do you feel? How do you feel about the uh, you know the, the more um, the you know scout traps or flares and just having reloadable scout cams? Uh, the nice part about having scout cams for everyone when they're just a thing. This is something uh, League of Legends did. I want to say. Uh, I don't know, probably like three years ago, four years ago now, where they gave everyone a trinket. And you, everyone was responsible for uh, warding or vision in that game because it relies so much on the captain hero or the support. And people get mad when that person doesn't give vision. So this way, at least you supply that to everyone and everyone's like, oh, I can help with this. I understand that I should be doing this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess it's kind of similar to playing with like a, a flicker on your team. I always tend to get extra flare traps on my own to make mm -hmm. sure I'm clearing, you know, those flares out for my support. Um, yeah. So I don't get caught up in that. I, I think I'll probably miss the flares more right. than anything because it's so handy when you're playing against uh, a stealth hero and they just disappear on you. And, if, you know, not having a, a cam close to you when that happens, it's a, it could be a little little uh hard to get used to but yeah that stuff's gonna be hard yeah <laughs> i guess we'll, we'll grow and figure out how to how to place those strategically yeah uh another event that is happening uh this isn't a halcyon gathering but it's more of a, a tournament taking place um is the girls and glory uh first vanglory tournament uh registration is now open um and they have to it's all set by February 9th, and then uh, games start February 15th, and I believe this is only 3v3. If I if I read this correctly, this isn't 5v5, this is 3v3. I could be wrong there. No, no, you're, it, they can register teams of five. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looks like it's 3v3, and all teams must have two females right. on the team actively playing which is very cool um, um, yeah they have to be also verified on the girls and glory uh discord server which uh is put together by black dahlia she used to work for be involved with gang stars and they're pretty strict about like making sure you're an actual girl that's in this discord server uh i think i remember them saying they had maybe one person that got through at some point but other than that as far as i've heard like everyone that they're pretty sure is a girl <laughs> so send us selfies yeah. yeah i don't i don't i'm sure you know they have plenty of ways to make sure and talk to people and just the way everyone interacts is definitely different uh, depending on who you're talking to so um, yeah, so you have to be, if you're a girl, you need to be verified on this Girls in Glory Discord server. There's a link uh, on the registration page, so be sure to do that. Uh, otherwise, they're not considering you a girl, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I do like seeing this stuff. I know that this is, you know, you don't really see too many females in um, esports, so I always like seeing, you know, stuff like this to really diversify the... Uh, you know the, the the player base and, mm -hmm. and bringing those out to the forefront um, yeah i know that was a big discussion with the overwatch league um yeah i was like, no, i was female. yeah i was seeing um 
I, I'm not a huge Overwatch player or follow that, but I, I was seeing some of those uh, conversations take place, and yeah, it looked like a an issue that they're gonna have to figure out. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm not sure if it's like a, a lack of players or you know they're just not being pushed to the the, the front or, or what it is, but uh, you know things like what Girls in Glory is doing definitely a step in the right direction to to bring them bring them out and put them put them up front so people know. We have good female Vainglory players out there. Right. And this is similar to, uh, if anyone remembers, the Femme Fatale tournament. That was There was a couple of those um, that took place. I think this is, it, it's similar to that. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of the same people are working on this that worked on that. So, you know, they'll communicate quite a bit. But, yeah, I'm interested to see how this goes. There's both NA and EU um, set up for this. So whatever region you're in, um, well, if you're in those two, you can play. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, that's all the that's all the news I have this week. Uh, I do have a little form static. I'm going to have to change up this form static uh, title tagline here as the forums uh, basically fade away here. But until that happens, we'll keep calling it the form static. Forum static. On the Forbes, or this one might have been on Reddit. I don't know where I came across this one, but I came across this uh, info that was put together. It's a Google Doc about match times in different skill tiers. So they're using uh, Vein Social's data, which isn't everyone. It's not a, a true test of the whole community, but it's the test of uh, the people that have used uh, Vein Social and have entered their names, and they can look at it. So this is it's a it's a fairly good indicator of what's happening, but uh, this was all about the match length versus skill tiers and like how long you can expect one match to happen if you're in tier five versus tier ten, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what you what do you think about this uh, little graph that was put together? Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. I, it's not something I've looked at before. Um, I think five through nine makes sense i was really surprised by the uh zero to three i guess mm-hmm. um like that that difference which it, it, i guess the graph makes it look like it's more than what it is but uh, or less than what it is but yeah it's definitely an interesting swing from you know zero to to tier four and then mm-hmm. and then you see that same kind of drop off with the uh you know, from eight to tier ten, you see it just start to go back down. Right, and that, like you said, that that change isn't that big from tier zero to tier four. It's less than a minute difference. <laughs> and this is over a good span of time too. It's two point two to two point eleven. Yeah. So that's a that's a lot of matches uh, thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to. I do think the seven and eight be in the highest uh, game length time is probably pretty accurate because that's about the point where you're starting to get uh, very much more knowledgeable about the game. Um, you're being more cautious because you know what's happening and know what you should and shouldn't be doing that you often take less risks too because you're like, I know if I, if I go into this bush and I die, that's the end of the game. So we'll play safe and wait for that next crack in and then fight over that. So, uh, 
I have I have seen that happen a lot in seven and eight, and then yeah, as it goes down into tier ten, if you're watching like Flash X or Xenotech streams, like once that team is winning, they win very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. The second time about those those it's hard to come back, but the it'll be interesting to see this kind of, same kind of graphic once we have some five v five data too to see you know the difference. Mm. on those because i've seen some matches in 5v5 go for a while i guess and a lot of it's just the ai stuff but it seems like 35 40 minutes seems to be standard yeah i hope it i gotta say i hope it's closer to that 30 minute because uh, 20 minutes on your phone or tablet is already a long time Um, Mm -hmm. vainglory was set up they kind of like made it a thing where like you can play this anyway if you're out with friends at a bar or out on the street or like traveling from one place to another you can get in a game but now when the game's 30 40 minutes that's that's not happening when you're out come on (laughs) yeah yeah or you know you can't sit on the toilet for 40 minutes yeah otherwise (laughs) someone's wondering what's happening in there (laughs) Uh, but pretty neat to see. Uh, you should check it out if you're wondering if your games are on par with other people's games. I know some of the games will go longer, some games go shorter. But yeah, it's neat to see like kind of where you stack up in your skill tier. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Then I have a little a mailbag. Mailbag. I teased this in the beginning of the episode about talking about maybe some heroes that were going to be viable here in 5v5 and some thoughts. So I got a question or someone messaged me about like, uh, you should share your thoughts or opinions on what you think is going to happen in 5v5. I think that's a great topic, especially with uh, 5v5 or the early access here launching very soon. Uh, One of the heroes that we talked about on the last episode was Glaive being this great split pusher. Uh, if you're familiar with League of Legends, the top lane is this bruiser, split push kind of person that just goes off and does their own thing. And Glaive fits very well into that. So that makes sense that uh, he could be a hero that we'll see quite a bit in 5v5. But uh, Sage Guy, what about what about you? Any thoughts so far on 5v5 and maybe some heroes that are going to be picked up? Well, yeah, definitely I think Glaive is gonna be big it's kind of funny talking about him being off by himself because he's his personality definitely seems like that kind of (laughs) kind of guy but um yeah definitely glaive um i'm very much looking forward to playing kashka and uh baron and rona Mm -hmm. 5v5 um i think baron will be good uh you know be able to jump out of, of stuff or be able to get around um in the late game he's i feel like he's gonna kind of be all over the place do you think that's gonna be hard for baron though because yeah like you said he he is a slow hero and in 3v3 he can stay in this back line and kind of avoid the other three enemies but when there's two more on there someone that could sneak up on him it could be trouble yeah it it could be trouble I, i i see that i just uh i see him jumping over um jumping over different places people hop around maybe that's just the way i play him i just okay. try to I, I i tend to hop around a lot on uh weapon power baron okay um, 
utilize that double auto attack. But yeah. um, definitely Koshka as well. She's um, pretty strong right now too. Um, ever since that rework, you definitely see a lot, a lot of her around. And you know, I think she's being as quick as she is. You'll probably see her played a lot. Um, so that'll be good. I haven't really narrowed down my supports though on on you know who to see uh, in five v five. Do you have any thoughts on on support roles? Um, I want to say Zken or someone mentioned how Finn. We think of him being this slow hero, unable to like get to some of these fights, but um, he's actually pretty viable in five v five because of the river, how you get that speed boost if you're moving with the flow of the water. So Finn's able to move around the map a little quicker than you'd expect and be able to you know add fortified health to your whole team uh, do an aoe stun i think finn's gonna be pretty solid here mm. yeah I, didn't, I wouldn't have even thought i, I didn't hear zeke mention that but i wouldn't have thought of uh finn at all really as being mm. a, a, a solid pick there um be good to see him come back but i feel like you don't see a whole lot of finn anymore. yeah i think uh my girl Catherine's gonna She's not going to be as useful in 5v5 unless you're building a lot of cooldown, getting those stuns off, because stunning one person in 3v3, amazing. They are they are usually dead if that happens. Uh, but you now have four other people to basically jump on you when you get in there to stun someone, and it's not going to have as big of an effect uh, as it does in 3v3. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I can see her silence being pretty good. You know, silence an entire team. That mm-hmm. could be that could be very interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I'd have to agree that it doesn't seem like you have near as much utility. Um, just stunning one. Uh, yeah, so that'll that that'll be very interesting. I guess it would help the solo lanes. But, yeah, but she may uh, become more of just the tank on the team like her and even Arden or uh, some of those heroes that are the captains in 3v3 they might just become this tanky front line to basically body block everyone they're not there they're there you build some crystal damage or weapon power you do damage but you're just there to soak the damage not so much to add utility to the team just body block yeah yeah definitely I think you'll that's kind of what I was talking about at the beginning of the show was, you know, these hybrid type heroes that, you know, before they were only played in one role, I think 5v5 it opens them up to be played in, in multiple ro- roles against, you know, all the different game modes. And uh, that'll be really fun to see and, and refreshing to see this new take on how you could play all these characters you played for so long and been so used to and giving them new light. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the heroes that I'm interested to see what happens is uh, Lorelai. Right now, according to Vane Social, she has the lowest pick rate in Vanglory, which is very surprising to me because, like, I haven't seen a Grumptra in the game in probably a month, and I've seen more Lorelai. But her being a uh, pick rate at two point two percent right now uh, oh, wow. is very surprising. But, yeah, yeah. I think having those the speed buffs, you know, that that would definitely be a reason to pick her a little bit more in the five v five. See, oh. maybe going down the river. I don't know if that would if the speed boost would stack with the river speed boost. That'd be yeah. cool. 
I guess uh, that I'm sorry that two point two percent was a uh, all patches in update two point eleven. She's seven point one. She is picked more than Grump Josh. Grump Josh four point four. But still, that seems low to me. Like she adds a lot to a team, and uh, that speed boost that she has is going to be great in five v five. I've seen some good Lorelai's before, but yeah, it's not too not too common. Um, I really don't think I've seen her played a whole lot since she was released, but mm. uh, uh, definitely, I think people are going to be trying pretty much everything in five v five. So I, I really wouldn't be surprised to see a, a good amount of interesting team comps. Yeah, you know, um, for a few weeks. I know. Uh... Flicker's been another hero that's been a pretty low pick rate for the most part. Uh, so I'm interested to see what happens in 5v5 with these scout cameras and if he's just going to add this like more of a chaos to the map than anything because it's so large, there's more bushes for him to like dip in, get a stealth, look to see where everyone is. Like if he's just going to be this mobile scouter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that that'll be a lot of it. I know I don't know if you've been watching the the Flash X five v five videos that he's been doing, but um, they've been real informative. Uh, I've i really enjoyed watching those. Um, and he was talking about Flicker being a uh, you know heavy utility and being a good pick um, and really stealthy characters in general. I, I think I think Flicker would, you know could be a a solid pick coming into five v five. Um, you know, not having flares around definitely makes a difference too. Your whole team goes invisible and they just took out your scout cams. What do you do? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, that the vision game is going to be probably the most frustrating for anyone going into 5v5, especially with these stealth heroes and dealing with that because we all know how to do it in 3v3 and where to play scout traps and use flares but yeah when it when you open this whole new thing as you're learning and you also have someone that's invisible running around it gets annoying <laughs> oh yeah the good flickers are extremely annoying mm -hmm. to play against so uh, i'd like to see a unused hero played more but i don't want to be annoyed i'll take it <laughs> sure like, all right, so well, that's some of our, uh, I guess, thoughts, opinions on five v five. It's like you can you can make guesses all day on what's gonna happen, but until we have this update, uh, that's what we're really gonna see. And two point twelve, although we have early access, I really don't see the meta shaking up or I guess uh, becoming standard probably until three v three is there and everyone gets access to it. I think these uh, two three weeks of uh, the early access are going to be a lot of fun and just goofing around and learning the map more or less. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely going to be a, a fun week for mm -hmm. a lot of us next week. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for episode 190. Sage guy, thanks for joining me. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Uh, where can people find out more about you get in touch or even if they have questions about this Halcyon gathering on the on february 2nd um how, how can they reach out um twitter definitely uh best place um at sage guy bg mm -hmm. um you can find me there um usually tweeting uh on there um or in game it's just sage guy with a capital s and capital g cool uh well i'll include a link 
uh, to that in the show notes and the description. So everyone uh, go over there, follow them up. And if you're in the Atlanta area, be sure to check out this Halcyon Gathering. Um, we were talking earlier about the esports arena, and yeah, it sounds sounds like it's going to be a great time. Yeah, definitely like to, to meet some more people in the community and hopefully eventually get to the point where we have some leaks going on over here. Cool. Um, well, you can follow Shadow the Vein on Twitter at Shadow the Vein, website shadowthevein.com. All the episodes get posted there, links to iTunes, Stitcher, the YouTube version as well. I'll be back with episode 191 next week, and then we'll have that uh, pre-launch party, uh, hopefully put out some video from that event or maybe record episode 192 from there i'll have to see what my time's looking like but yeah that'll do it uh, thanks for listening let's get this over with 